Hey, Liz. From school runs, office meetings, to cooking dinner, you know, boss mama life can be hard. It's a constant juggle between how much time we focus on our business, ourself, and everything else. Are we crazy to think we can have it all? Are we good moms? What if we aren't spending enough time with our children? And really, is there such thing as balance? Relax, mama. We've all been there, and the good news is, yes, you can have it all, and you don't have to feel alone in the process. Join us, Liz and Laura, as we keep it real about Boss Mama Life. We interview incredible women around the world doing what they love. We share tips, tools, and tricks, which help you level up your game. It won't be easy, ladies. You know it takes some grit and soul to feel magic, but with a little Boss Mama's mindset, you can reach your dreams. So grab your headphones and get cozy with us as we interview today's Lady Boss Mama. Hey, Liz, how are you today? So good. So happy to be here. What what podcast number are we on? Number six. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. And now we're on iTunes. Yes. And I think, you know, I've been asked by a lot of people actually how the podcast thing goes and how it works. And I told them, you know what, Liz and I are going to do an episode just on podcasting. Yes. We learned so much. Such a learning (laughs) experience. I know. It's been really fun. And I think it just like comes into the fact, like, you know, resonates with the fact we, we like to teach, we like to share. So we will be sharing all of that information with you guys. Absolutely. I have to tell you about this amazing event that I went to last night for Soul Society. So it's um, part of the book club that's in it. And we read Secret of the Ages by Robert Collier. Anyways, it was really beautiful. We were at um, one of these, the boss mama's house. And one of the things we were talking about is our, you know, the power of our mind. And, you know, there was a lot of discussion. It's giving me chills because it's perfect for today around how that shows up in terms of our image and how we compare ourselves on social media and just like the whole beauty thing. And so it was a really fascinating conversation. And so I was excited. I told the lady, stay tuned. We're interviewing somebody tomorrow who's going to be able to give us a lot of great insight on that. So... That's awesome. Yeah. That's, it's so prevalent in just like the society that we're in and teaching our children about it and really having, you know, a good grounding and openness to talk about it and how you're feeling surrounding it. And I think one of the things that I tell people or our clients or other boss mamas that we are guiding is to really just like go into social media and go into these situations knowing that if those feelings come up that you are enough, that, you know, maybe you should rethink the type of people you're following, et cetera. So yeah, I think it's a really good topic. Really good. So I wanted to introduce our podcast guest for today, Stefania Parent. Welcome. We're so excited to have you. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. So will you tell our, our community who you are and a little bit more about your background? Yes. So uh, my name is Stefania and I am an intuitive medium. I'm also a spiritual teacher And I also have worked in the beauty and fashion industry for more than 25 years as a makeup artist. So I have this 
very interesting bridge between the world of spirit and the world of beauty. Um, and so I have a private practice here in New York where I live and I do, um, I call them soul success sessions where I intuitively and also, well, intuitively I connect with the energy of the person who I'm working with. And I also connect with spirit guides and angels and also loved ones from the other side. And I, receive insight and I give messages and I help those in need find their soul's purpose, their mission in life, and and ultimately connect to the true essence of who they really are, which is their soul, their infinite beingness. So some of the language that I use with my clients, you know, you have to have an open mind and, um, but it's always a lot of fun and very insightful and spirit always knows, you know, more than we know actually. (laughs) So in a nutshell, that's me. That's who I am. And I'm happy to be here. So, (laughs) and I'm so thrilled to have met you. I actually had the pleasure of meeting you through another Lady Boss Mama we interviewed a while ago, actually in the very beginning when we started our YouTube channel, Megan, who is founder of Two Chicks Cocktails. And I remember attending your event in, what was the area again? Laguna, Laguna Laguna. Nagal. And I remember just being blown away by your insightfulness. And, you know, I've had a couple of sessions with you and I feel I really am drawn and love the work you do, but was it always there for you? Like, when did you know this was your gift and how did it show up? So I feel, you know, I was always, even as a young girl, I was always very connected to the energy of spirit. I always had this sort of extrasensory perception that where I could feel spirits around me. And although I had no one around me to really help and guide me in that area, so kind of shut it down. I was a little bit fearful of it, you know? So I kind of just pushed it. I suppressed it, I guess, if you will. As I got older, um, well, specifically, it, it really specifically came to me when I was 16 years old, came back to me when I was about 16, or I was close to 17. My grandfather had passed away and, you know, really strange things were happening in the house when he passed away. I could hear him talking. I could feel him, you know, TV would go on and off. I just knew, I just could feel him. I knew he was here or with me. And I knew that he was, I could hear him walking up and down the stairs. And so that's when it became really clear that I had a connection to the afterlife and spirit. And so that sort of began my, I, I sort of began my quest into learning more about my gifts and it ultimately drew me to my connection, my close, the closer connection that I have with God and the spirit of, and the Christ consciousness that lives within us all. And so that's when it became evident, but I didn't start practicing and helping others until well, until I was around 30. You know, I went on to, I was always on the outside of myself. I used to spend growing up in the eighties, you know, I used to spend hours after school doing my hair and makeup because I would wait for the the cover of Cosmopolitan to come out and I would just love to see the hair and makeup on the models. And I would spend hours after school copying them. And, you know, I had no, no idea there was such a thing as a makeup artist at the time. So I became obsessed with beauty and fashion. And so I became, I went on to become a makeup artist and ultimately moved to New York. And I spent, I spent several years in Europe working as a makeup artist. So I kind of let my spiritual work go during that time when I was in my twenties. Um, and, you know, I started my work as a, my career as a makeup artist then. 
And then the spiritual work came back as I got a little older. So I didn't start doing readings until I was in my early thirties. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yes, definitely. (laughs) So when people come to you, are, Mm -hmm. are your primary clients coming to you to connect with someone that has passed? It depends, you know, because my, my soul success sessions, I call them. And the reason I call them soul success sessions is because I really like to, you know, my, my, one of my missions in the work that I do is to help people remember that they are not just a physical being, you know, you're here in this lifetime as the physical Laura and the physical you, but you are, you're ultimately, we are all on ultimately souls, infinite beings and souls and we're connected to the cosmic universe of consciousness. And so I like to guide people to help them remember the essence of who they are through the power of meditation and spiritual practices and connecting to that through holistic wellness and understanding that you have a unique connection with the universe and that you have the power to co-create anything you desire because we are part of that infinite abundant energy, you can overcome really any obstacle when you go truly inside of yourself and, and have faith in who you really are as a God is being, you know, if you will. And so, yes, I'm, of course, that comes back to faith. Then you can apply that however you want, whether it's God or cosmic mind or infinite spirit, whatever name is comfortable for you, but that's really what it is. And it has helped me, you know, I recently just came out with a book called Mastering Beauty and the book I take the years that I've worked as a makeup artist with hundreds and maybe thousands of models. And I've taken what we see on the outside as, and what we define as beautiful. And I help readers connect with the inner beauty that we really are. And, and whenever you're down and out and things get hard, the most important thing is to remember that infinite peace and connecting with that infinite peace. And when you do, I feel that as you allow your loving soul to guide you each and every day, you know, you begin to change the way you even see yourself. You begin to change the way you see your physical beauty. You change the way you see everything, really. Does that make sense when I say it that way? I hope I'm not yeah. I may be talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I want to go back briefly to sure. the time in the beauty industry. And when sure. you it, when you, as a makeup artist, I mean, I worked in fashion for several years and it can be, it can be a cutthroat industry, fashion, mm-hmm. makeup, mm-hmm. Uh, models, runways. You know, you let, you said you let go of your spiritual side during that time period, at least like mm-hmm. letting it in as much. Do you look back and, and notice now the, the mindset struggles or hurdles that you had? And, and would you share with our audience what they were and how, how you were able to like get over them? Absolutely. So, you know, now in the modeling industry, you see a whole new wave of models called plus size models, right? And I worked with many plus size models and and they're doing amazing things. They're doing amazing things with the body positivity movement. And a lot of the girls are very empowered and they feel really good about who they are. When I was in my twenties working with models, there was no such thing as plus size models. If there were, I never saw any, you know, it was very, very few and far between. So the girls are really, really tiny and thin. And I always felt like I was ugly. I just felt ugly. I felt fat, really insecure about who I was as a woman. 
And, you know, during that time, I actually attracted in a boyfriend who used to tell me I was fat. He used to actually tell me I was fat. And then his ideal type was a a tall blonde and which I'm not, you know, and (sighs) so funny, you know, when I get, when I go back to, we, we attract what we attract in our lives, what's going on inside of us. So I felt so bad about myself as a person, as a beauty that I actually ended up attracting in the type of man who represented exactly how I was feeling about myself, you know? So luckily, you know, and, but what's interesting is that a lot of the models that I've worked with over the years have the same struggles. They have the same struggles that I had, you know, with not feeling good enough, not feeling beautiful enough, even though they, you know, from society standards, they could be considered some of the most beautiful women in the world. They actually felt the same way that I felt. So, and and I I came and and I still see that over and over and over again. So it's not just the girls who are not the models, it's the models too, who are also dealing with misconception of, am I good enough? Am I beautiful enough, et cetera. So, So that's why, you know, for me, you know, tapping into my spiritual gifts and making meditation the number one priority in my day every single day, morning and evening before I go to sleep, helps me to connect in the true peaceful energy that I am. And now I no longer have those insecurities, doubts and anxieties about my looks as I did in the past when I was a 20, you know, in my 20s. So does that... How many children do you have? I have one daughter. She's... It's going to be 12 next week. <laughs> the time just flew by. Yeah, I have one little girl. Mm-hmm. So how are you teaching her to accept her beauty and not make comparisons? You know, it's interesting. She's a completely different, you know, she doesn't have, from what I can see so far, she doesn't seem to have the same she has a lot more confidence than I had at her age. You know, I think it depends how am I teaching her? I mean, through my own, through my self example, you know, now she sees that I, I don't wear makeup every day, but when I wear it, I enjoy wearing it. It's fun, but I don't have to wear it in order to feel good. So I think I'm just through my example of being the woman that I am now, you know, the other day, she made a comment about a girl on social media. I don't know. I guess she's a social media influencer. I can't remember her name. She said, Mommy, isn't she so pretty? And I said, yeah, she's pretty. I said, you know, you're really pretty too. She said, I know. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, my daughter, luckily right now, I'm not worried about that because she feels she's she's really confident and she's she's got her own little thing going on with her mission. Um, mostly, I would say... I try to just set my example through my own joy and my own, the way that I might do my thing. She's very much a part of my meditation practice. She knows what it's all about. Sometimes we meditate together, but not always, you know, it's really just me being the best that I can be. And of course I'm not perfect, but I try my best to be. (laughs) You mentioned something about how you dug into your meditation practice and became disciplined about doing it morning and evening. Mm -hmm. And it's something that a lot of people know will be helpful, but it's still intimidating to a lot of people. Like what is meditation and how long do I have to sit there and do I have to do it in quiet space? And Mm -hmm. what if I don't Mm -hmm. have the time? And so 
Um, so yeah, it's yeah, that's a really good question. In fact, it's probably the number one thing that I get the most resistance from with my social success clients is that exactly is meditation. Um, in fact, some clients will be waiting and I can feel them cringing on the other end of the phone waiting for me to say, so what's going on with your meditation practice? And they'll go, oh, I haven't done it. Or, you know, I can't do it and I can't turn my mind off and that kind of thing. So it is the number one complaint that I hear that people have a hard time meditating. Now, meditation for me, I, and I am certified to teach meditation, and I, my teaching is rooted in Vipassana meditation, which is an ancient Buddhist practice. Although I don't, you know, I don't necessarily teach that only that one practice. It's the practice that I do myself every single day. Meditation is the pathway. It's the most peaceful pathway and the truest pathway to connecting to your God-sourced energy. So as Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. That is what he was saying. So as we connect into the stillness through meditation, and we allow the vibration of stillness to, to generate from our spine outwards, and I'll talk about that in, in a second, the spine, we are able to feel the source energy that we are. You know, the chatterings that go on in our mind, that's our conscious mind. The silent part of us is the real version of us that observes all the mind chattering. So that's why meditation is so important because not only is it a form of relaxation, but you're connecting to your loving soul. And when you do really connect to that, you you enter into a phase, you have an awakening of sorts. Now, it, it's really important to have your spine straight when you're meditating because the chakra system, which is uh, runs along the spine from your, you know, your root chakra all the way up to the crown chakra, which is your head, the energy, the kundalini energy moves up through your spine and sort of awakens, you know, in your head chakra. And so it's really important to keep your spine erect while you're meditating because it really helps you make that connection more easily. And the other thing that happens with meditation that people have frustration with is that they think that if they, they're going to start meditation, that something epic is going to happen. You're going to have some sort of incredible vision or who, you know, I'm not sure what people expect right away, but they shouldn't expect to have some sort of incredible epiphany right away. Meditation takes time. It takes patience. It takes nurture. It's, it's like a diet. You know, if you have 50 pounds to lose, it doesn't happen overnight. You have to take time to dedicate every single day to nurture that part of yourself for the 50 pounds to, to come off. It's the same thing with meditation. Connecting to your soul takes some time. It takes some dedication. It takes nurture. But once you make that connection and you'll know, you'll really know when you've made it, you really won't turn back. Um, so are some of these tips that you're giving about meditation, are those located in your book as well? Yes. So I have several meditations in the book. And the thing about meditating is, you know, I think people do become intimidated because they don't think that they can get out of their mind. In fact, that's the number one complaint that I just can't stop thinking and I can't stop the chattering. And there's, you know, you're, you're trying to sit in the silence and you're thinking about how the alarm's going to go off in 10 minutes or the 50 million emails that you have to return or whatever it is that's going on in your life. But if you just focus on your breath to begin with, 
you know, focusing on the breath that flows in and out of your nose, each and every single time your mind strays and you can use your breath as an anchor to help bring yourself out of your head. And then eventually um, over time, you will notice that your mind, when you go into meditation, your loving soul naturally knows, okay, it's time to connect. (laughs) And you you, your mind will be at peace and you really will feel that resonance energy. And then it, when you do develop that connection, you become more intuitive and you become more connected to spirit as well. And, and so as you kind of become your own guru, actually, when you, when you spend time nurturing your soul in this way. So it's one of my missions in life is if we could all get everyone meditating every single day, I feel like we'd live in a much more peaceful world. would uplift the consciousness of the whole planet. Yeah. I, and I love that you're giving those guided meditations because I think it does take some time to really get that practice down. So mm-hmm. getting into a guide and then knowing when it's time to, you know, start on your own is, is a great, great thing to have. It's a part of, you know, I use the, I use the example of a diet just because it's easy. You know, we've all been on diets, right? We all know what it's like to want to lose 10 pounds or whatever. And so you have to take that time, that dedication every single day to eat the right amount of food and this, that, and the other. And with meditation, it's a form of self-care. You know, when you want to care for yourself and nurture your your being, you have to take time to, to dedicate yourself to that time. And so for me, especially now with the work that I'm doing every day with clients and, and connecting to spirit, it's pivotal for me, of course, to to keep my meditation practice going because it keeps my my channels open, et cetera. But it's not just, you don't meditate just to become a psychic. You know what I mean? You meditate to connect with your loving soul. Your loving soul guides you to your soul's purpose and helps you throughout the day so that you're not second guessing yourself and you're not listening to the chatters of your mind. You become much more peaceful in your existence. And that's why we're all here. Ultimately, we are all here on this earth to feel peaceful and to feel joyful. We're not here to be uh, riddled with anxiety. We're not here to be riddled with financial problems. We're not here to be riddled with depression. All of that is our low energy vibrations that are attached to the ego. Our loving soul and infinite being that we are made of is doesn't recognize any of that. We're the ones who create all of that with all the drama we have going on. And so that's why it's important. Meditation is so important because it helps you detach from things that take you down pathways that do not serve your highest and greatest good. Does that make sense? Yeah, I actually have to share a funny thing that happened this morning in relation to how your book helped me. Because, you know, we struggle when we're pregnant. I'm not going to lie. I've had my tough days where I'm wearing the same things and nothing seems to fit (laughs) me right now. And I'm just not feeling my hottest. But mm-hmm. I thought about your book. Okay, wait, you're ridiculous. You can't even tell you're pregnant <laughs> okay. until you look at her from the side. Okay. <laughs> I love you later. <laughs> I'll pay you later. No, but seriously, the point of this is is that but when I was getting dressed this morning, lately I found myself just wearing black or like these dark colors because I'm like, oh, it will slen- it will make me look slender. But then I thought about it this morning and and I thought about your book and you know how big I am, Stefania, in the senses. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. your book talks about colors and it talks Mm -hmm. about how there are colors that not only make us feel a certain way, but we, when we wear it, we know that they bring out extra beauty in us. Like Mm -hmm. I tend to look better in, in like purples and pinks and, and things and neutrals and things like that. So when I was getting dressed this morning for this meeting and for this podcast, 
I thought about that and I took off the black and I put on something more mauve purpley and I felt so much better. Amazing. I love that. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I forget what chapter that is, but I know the, the, the name of that chapter is called color therapy and it's true. You know, we entered when I earlier, I talked a little bit about the spine and the chakra system and how the energy of our spirit will come through us and open us up through the seven chakras of our of our body, which is the chakra system. It runs through the spine. It's all made of colors. And so, you know, we're all attached. We all have our, our vibration and our aura can change color depending on how we're feeling, et cetera. And so the colors that we, that we wear can affect us so much. It's so true. Just from the wardrobe, hair, makeup, lipstick, you name it. And so I'm so glad that you brought that up. It's so important. It's so true. So when you're having a down day, you know, you're not feeling your best and you didn't have time to meditate. It's good, not a good, not, not a good day to wear black. It would be a better day to wear something really bright, like a bright purple or a bright pink or something really colorful. It does put a pep in your step. There's no doubt about it. And it's, it's a real, uh, it's a real issue. I don't know if it can be scientifically proven, but in my world, you know, like I said, you have to have an open mind. <laughs> totally. And I once yeah. heard Liz, Take note, because we're going to be speaking at the end of March at this Moms on Maternity event. And I uh-huh. heard when you're going to be a speaker that it's good to wear blue underwear. Eh, I don't wear underwear. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, well, blue is, uh, well, blue is um, when you're speaking, I agree you should definitely wear blue because blue, light blue in particular, is the color that resonates with the throat chakra. So you want your throat chakra to be in balance. So wear, I would say wear a blue top, like something closer to your throat, throat chakra to help you make sure that you're, you know, feeling feeling good. And the other thing, you know, when you speak, it's any, any time, all of the work that you girls are doing now, it's, it's an opportunity for you to allow your light to shine through, right? We're all here in service. We're all here to uplift the planet in the way that we are meant to, in the, in the way that we're meant to serve. And so each and every time you speak, let it be a time that you know that spirit and your loving soul is speaking through you. And, you know, that's how I write. That's how I do everything. And, um, well, most of the time, surely I'm, I'm human. So I, you know, I have my moments too, but that's what I would say, you know, allow your loving soul to guide you and speak through you, if you will. Okay, so we, yeah. as much as we could talk to you for hours and hours, we're going to wrap it up, but I just want to, okay. I want to just leave the audience with one of your favorite tips from your book that you think are going to help boss mamas who are busy struggling to try to find balance and working around the clock, hustling hard, what message can you give this these awesome ladies? I would say this. Get up earlier in the morning. And do your best to get up, if you can, even 20 minutes before the rest of the crew. I find that having an incredible morning routine... I have a very, a very, like I said, I have a very specific, I have a morning routine every morning. I never change it. It's all, it includes meditation, includes a little bit of writing, a little bit of reading, some stretching. And I reflect upon myself as the woman that I am and even some affirmations, whatever it is that I need to tell myself that day. And most importantly, let the moms and let the women listening know that you are worthy. You are enough and you're an amazing mom. That's, that's what I would say. <laughs> How's that? Awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah, So uh, leading into that, I wanted to let you know that our podcast sponsor is Mama Needs Box and getting one. It's awesome. So what the creator, Jen, has done for these boxes is put together monthly themed boxes. And so I think March is... Mama needs a spa day. Yeah, Mama needs a spa day. So she she curates these boxes so, so thoughtful with a, you know, there's even a Spotify playlist related to the box and all these goodies related to that particular theme all around taking care of Mama. So you'll be getting those and thank you so much to Mama Needs Box. Oh, yes. thank you to your Mama Needs Box. I love that. What a great idea. Amazing. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah, maybe when you get it, you could do a little unboxing on social. I love that. I will. I will. <laughs> I absolutely will. I absolutely well, will. I can't wait to get it. Thank you so, so much for sharing thank your you. wisdom and being here today. And how can people reach you? Uh, they can go to my website. It's called Stefania Soul Success com perfect and, or so i'm you know i'm on instagram i'm basically everywhere and i'm actually going to be doing um some live uh facebook readings and talks and i'm also probably going to be doing a podcast soon too but in the meantime stefania soul success awesome <laughs> okay. okay thank you so much thank you all for listening we are so excited that you're part of the community we are now on itunes so please leave a rating and a comment tell us what you liked best about this uh, episode and Who knows? You may be featured in our next episode. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, Boss Mamas. Let's hang out some more. Find us on social, Instagram at Lady Boss Mamas or Facebook, and tag Boss Mamas Mindset. And we would love if you share this with a friend. Let us know what your favorite part of this episode was or your big takeaway you had during the interview. The best comments will be featured on our next episode. It would also be really sweet if you left a rating and a comment on iTunes so that more people can find out about us. Thanks for listening to Boss Mama's Mindset. We'll catch up with you real soon.